welcome to the First Timers Podcast Show, where we offer insight, tips, and advice for first-time or long-time home buyers, sellers, and investors. I'm your host, Mikey T, personal home consultant, real estate agent, homeowner, and investor. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at First Timers Podcast Show. Now, today, we are going to talk about the home inspection process from the viewpoint of a real estate agent, not a actual home inspector. And, uh, and it would, it's also going to be from the viewpoint of the buyer, what the buyer is going to experience. And uh, just some uh, information on that. And I got my buddy across from me, Jesse Coat. Coutinho, right? Coutinho? Close enough. Close enough? I mean, my name is Tim Panny. People get it wrong all the time. (laughs) We could deal with that. Hey, you, come here, whatever works. (laughs) Well, we'll just call you Jesse. There you go. All right. uh, He's a broker associate with Weber Weber Realty in Matawan, New Jersey. You could go on online right now to Instagram at Jesse underscore underscore Coutinho, C-O-T-U-G-N-O underscore realtor, right? Yes. And Facebook.com forward slash Weber Realty. I think I got That's that good. one right. Yeah, All right. you got it. All right. So Jesse's going to shed some light on uh, what he's dealt with through the home inspection process from a real estate agent's point of view. But before we dive into that, let's learn a little bit more about you. Let's learn what did you do before you got into real estate? What you know brought you into real estate? And, and actually, what brought you to get your broker's license? Yeah, sure. So... Um uh, right after college, or actually into college, um, I kind of um, I was fell into the pharmaceutical industry. Um, I have a degree in biology, which not many realtors, I guess, have <laughs> science degrees. But um, so I have a degree in biology. I won't go into what I planned on doing with that degree. Um, but uh, um, I, I fell into a pharmaceutical job, like a sales uh, rep. Going no, to the doctors I, I wanted or? to do. I wanted to do the sales rep. <clears throat> just didn't wasn't working out at that particular point in time. I was doing clinical drug trials, so I was managing. I had a very low le- low level uh, position. Coffee guy, uh, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. You know, it's kind of that foot in the door, you yeah. know, type of experience. Do what you got to do. Yep. Um, so um, uh, again, managing the clinical drug trials, right? Um, very low level process. Not really what I wanted to do. Um, what what is, is that when the when you get like a? I guess back then it was like a Craigslist thing. Like, hey, do you have? Uh, I don't know, the, eczema, the, and would the, you like to the, try new um, medicine or something know, like that? I mean, uh, uh, no, this was more, this was uh, this was legit, you know, pharmaceutical. I mean, they may have, they may do that at some yeah. level. I, I'm not really sure. Um, but these, this was actually, this role was folks with, um, with breast cancer. Breast oh, cancer. Okay. And we were a company that was hired by a pharmaceutical company to do um, the work for them, uh, uh-huh. managing the images, processing the, the MRIs, the CT scans, things like that. So essentially my role was just kind of collating these images, you know, checking off a couple boxes and then sending them to a radiologist or an oncologist uh-huh. to, to, to do their job. Um, so it was a job right out of college. Uh, student loans started coming in. So that's what I was doing, paying the bills. Yeah. Um, so... Um, Years had gone by, working my way, I guess, through the pharmaceutical ladder. Uh, worked for companies such as Sharon Plow before they were bought my Merck. Uh, doing the same thing, but becoming more and more increasingly, uh, uh, responsibilities were increasing through the through the roles. Still wasn't what I wanted to do. My um, uh, heart was more in that sales uh, role yeah. because... I can't sit and stare at a computer screen all day. And you were stuck in an office, right? It was a cube. It wasn't even an office. A cube. So it's a oh, cubicle, man. man. 
Some um, people d- could do it. Can't uh, do it. I can't, can't do, do it. it. And I don't think I could ever go back to to that lifestyle. No. So um, working in the, in, <laughs> in the cubicles, which eventually turned into somewhat of an office, but, um, you know, m- my heart was really on that sales side. I come to find out that it's kind of not really, you know, what you know, it's who you know uh, within that particular uh, um, field, in uh-huh. that, that pharma sales field. So I went and got my, my real estate license. Now, at the same time, um, you know, I was dating my, my wife. Um, her family is in the real estate and construction business. Um, and it was one of those things where it was like, hey, why don't you go get your real estate license? You know, all your friends are getting to that point where they're going to need houses. Um, you don't have to do it full time. You probably can't do it full time. You know, now anyway, or at yeah, that particular point in time anyway. Yeah, because you were deep into exactly. pharma. Exactly. And not only that, but, uh, I mean, the times were good, but they were, it was right, right around that time where things were starting to kind of decline a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. So um, you really couldn't make a full-time position out of it. Um, plus, I already had the bills stacking up. It just wasn't, wasn't <laughs> happening. You can't wait for that money. No, no, it wasn't happening. So long story short, um, ended up getting my real estate license and figured maybe this would help me in that sales, that pharma sales role. Uh, it, it's a license to sell. Yeah. I mean, what's better than that? Um, but it, it didn't work out. Ended up with the real estate license. Ended up being, uh, in my opinion, super successful uh, with regards to um, uh, to real estate buying, selling, um, and then uh, so that was 07. So 11 years ago, I was licensed, and then four years ago, went and got my broker's license just to take it to that next level. Sure. Um, and uh, uh, Russ Weber Senior, who's who's my broker, uh, is my wife's grandfather. Um, you know, it, it's him and I, you know, we're the brokers in the office and just to look to continue that business, awesome, um, man. you know, uh, keep those doors open one day. How's that dynamic of working in a, in a family business? I, you know, on the construction it's, end, my brother and I, we've had our business since 99, sure, sure. but, uh, on the real estate end, I've just been the sales mm-hmm. associate. It's good. I mean, it, it's, you know, listen, everybody has their ups and downs. I think the biggest thing is, uh, the biggest struggle I'd say is probably, um, and, and I kind of always related to that, that silly show, Orange County Choppers. It's just probably, uh, probably the, the, the most extreme example, but what's good about it is it shows kind of like the old blood and the new blood Yeah. and the new blood just kind of be able to convince the old blood of change and, and things that's like that. That's the hard that. part. So that's, that's the hard part, but when you could do it, it works. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's, uh, that's probably the biggest challenge, but it, it, it's working out great. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so. So you've been licensed and with Weber for 11 years. 11 years. Yeah, last awesome. four as a broker. Yep. Or with that broker designation anyway. Yeah. How many But agents? all that means is just more money and dues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all that is. Unless you're broker of record and you're <laughs> yeah. the owner. My, yeah. my broker. more money and dues. I told my broker I was going to go back for my broker's license. And yeah. she goes, uh, <clears throat> why, you want to just pay more every That's year? That's it. That's all it is. I said, uh, well, I, I don't know. I want to learn more. She goes, Mike, unless you're opening up your own brokerage, yeah. just save your money. <laughs> yeah. I was like- I like that idea. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. save my money. That's right. Maybe one day, but yeah, for the, for now, all that means is paying more money in dues, man. Yeah. Now, how many agents are in your office? So not many. Uh, there's, it's really myself uh, and and uh, three other individuals, um, and I have uh, two more folks uh, who are, are friends of mine who are uh, putting through school now Very currently, cool. so they're going to be coming on board in the next couple of months. So yeah, it's, looking forward to growing it a little bit. It's tough when you're you know you're competing with the name the brands, but mm-hmm. now I, I, I've been, I'm a part of a big brand. I'm part of Remax. Mm-hmm. I've been with the mom and pop. Mm-hmm. It comes down to the agents. It doesn't exactly. I mean, all the tools of brand, I mean, 
you need a full-time employee just to handle the tools that these yeah. brands sell you that they have. Right. Right. But it really comes down to the agent. The right. agent matters more than anything. So, you know, when they hire you, yeah. and if you're at your, where your place of business now or you go to a big brand, they're getting you, mm -hmm. and that branding is just secondary, right. I believe. The advantage that you guys have compared to what I'll say, the small mom and pop, you know, which there aren't many uh, yeah, nowadays that. anyway. Um, you know, the, the Remaxes, the Weikerts, the, the big companies are kind of stronghold. And, um, but the advantage that you guys have is, is the training, I'll say. You know, you, you kind of have that, uh, that ability to, to train new agents and kind of place somebody with somebody where in the, the smaller, uh, you know, mom and pop uh, agencies, you, you don't really have that. I mean, I try to do as much as I can, yeah. you know, with some of the newer agents that are coming on board. And they're mostly friends, you know, uh, of mine now. Um, you know, and, and family that are coming on board. So it's a little bit easier, but you know, a stranger off the street, you know, they walk in, it's tough, you know, no, you're, say, you're hey, hundred percent go, right. go across the street to Remax. I mean, they're going to have the better, they're going to be able to really help you. You're a hundred percent right. I have people that come to me and they're like, Hey, I'm getting into real estate. And I'm like, well, I mean, Remax kind of, their fees are a little high for the new person. They mm -hmm. have good training, yeah, that's, yeah. but I, I tell people, I'm like, Hey, yeah. listen, Go to a KW, go to a Colwell Banker, go yeah. to these places that you could get training. And then if you like the business and you actually stay in the business, which we know has a high turnover rate, then you can market yourself out there and yeah. go wherever you want after. You could work for a small business. You, right. you can work wherever because you're bringing your own business 100%. no matter where you go. Yeah. It, it just matters, you know, the support you're getting. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, for me, that that's a big thing. It's the commission split's always better when it's, when it's in my sure. favor. Sure. But it's, it doesn't matter if you don't have someone there that like, you know, they could call on you what, you know, 10 o'clock at night. When <clears> what do I do? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, what do I do? Right. It's having that phone call. Yeah. And, uh, where can I find this? Where can I find that? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and that's yeah. huge. Yeah. So, all right. Also, well, you know, let's get into the home inspection process. Um, you know, as well as I do, it, it, it could go, uh, I almost <laughs> dropped the S-bomb, but it, it could turn into S real quick. It could, it could, you know, home inspection comes, and depending on the home inspector, uh, the home inspector, it could go from a good transaction where you're pumped and the buyer's like, they, they, got, they got the furniture picked out. Bye-bye. They can't wait. And then they just go, this place is crap. I, Bye. Yep. I mean. Cut it. Deal it. Cut, deal's cut. Yep. Deal's cut. I mean, that. Yep. It, it, that's a tough moment in real estate. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, home uh, home inspections and and home inspectors, great for the seller. I mean the the buyer. Yeah. Im imperative. I mean it's it's a it's not even a question. Absolutely need, need to have it. I, I did in fact this year um, experience. It wasn't my deal, but it was a house that we ended up losing and we lost it because. And I don't know if the person just had if four hundred thousand dollars was you know pocket money to them or what, but they waived their right to a home inspection, which is the only reason why they got that house. Yeah, I, you'll never hear that from me. That that will never be words that come out of my mouth unless I'm dealing with somebody who's just got that that pocket change. Hundred percent. And and actually, uh, I uh, I had someone on that was talking about the person waived their home inspection contingency, but. The initial walkthrough, they brought in mm -hmm. their contractor. Yeah, so they right. kind of did. They did a they did a home inspection, but for the the regular person that doesn't have a home advisor or right. um, yeah. or a home inspector or a contractor in their life, yep. 
You don't waive that. You can't. You don't know enough about the house in that 30 minutes that you went to look at it. No, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yep. Um, So, again, imperative for the the home buyer, make sellers cringe. Um, And and even up to the point where if you're representing a seller and you you have a signed offer and you're going through – you know, line by line on that contract and you're reviewing it with them and you get to that part, you know, that page where it outlines the, conti- you know, the home inspection contingency clauses and yeah. stuff, the eyes, start, uh, eyes just start to flutter, yep. you know, and, and they start to twitch, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, and, and for understandably good reasons. I mean, I get it. You know, everyone thinks their home is, is in immaculate shape and, and to have a stranger come in and tell them this is screwed up or that screwed up you know, where this needs to be changed and that needs to be changed. It's, it's a hard thing. You know, you're already yeah. selling your house and if it's a house you've been in for a long time, it's a part of you. So yeah. to, to, for someone to come in and tell you that something that's been a part of you for so long, there's something, there's a defect, it, it's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, they don't want to hear it. And, and and there's a lot of times they've lived with stuff for so long, they're like, well, that's not really an it's issue. An issue. Right. My, my heater works. What, yeah. what do you mean? That's that, right. You yeah. know, I like it. It's you know, 68 degrees. Exactly. And it doesn't go higher. Than, I don't need to go higher than it that. It doesn't need broken. to. And, uh, you know, and at times the home inspector's job is to find <clears throat> all those little deficiencies and, and put it on paper. Uh-huh. But sometimes those deficiencies aren't like detrimental to the sale of the house. No, no. So, I mean, so for me, I will never, and tell me if you agree, disagree, uh, I'm crazy, whatever you want. I will never say to a client of mine when we're looking at houses or when we're about to put in an offer on a house or or we're at the point for home inspection, let's say, I'll never say, hey, you know, here's Joe Schmo, you know, inspection company at one, two, three, four home inspectors. Use them. They're great. I've used them for years. You're not going to have a problem with them. You're not going to hear that from me. Mm -hmm. My advice is here's Joe Schmo at one, two, three, four inspection company. And here's John Doe at ABC inspection company. You know, if you're, you know, they're both reputable companies. I've used them in the past, but do your homework. Yeah. Go online, research. If you want to use either of these, fine. That's great. But don't do it because I'm telling you to, I'm, to do this. I'm with you hundred percent. I do that for the, from attorneys to mm-hmm. mortgage people. Yeah. You give them two, three options. Yep. Now, now they can't say you steered exactly. a guy. Bingo. You know, yep. I mean, there's certain people that I've used yep. that. I work great with. Yep. Um, but if you want to get a second, third, fourth, fifth opinion, mm-hmm. I I say hey, it's yeah. The bo- you know these are people that I've worked with. You want to call up other people? That's cool with me. Yeah. And and I really just want to because I don't want you to come back to me the day we close, the day after we close, a week after we close, a month after we close, whatever that time frame is, and say, hey man, you know our our furnace blew or or we have a crack in our foundation or we have this or we have that and we feel that that's something that the home inspection should have picked up and you recommended that home inspector. Yeah. I just want to avoid that by all costs. So yep. um you know and, and I I had an instant, you know, not too long ago where it was um uh <laughs> listen, we all want to save a buck, right? I mean, whether you're broke or you have a million dollars in the bank, you're looking to save a dollar. Um, yeah. And um when you're looking for a home inspector, it's no different. And uh, a lot of people just price shop. They exactly. They don't even. Exactly. They don't even look up the person. They go, "How much are you for an inspection? Three hundred, three fifty, three seventy five. All right, with well, three hundred. That's it. Sign it up. Yeah, I got yeah. a guy. He's great. He's three hundred. Yeah. Like that's the. Yeah. They do that with attorneys. They yep. do with that. Yep. They just price shop. And, and that happened. That happened. And I, I knew the inspector. Um, well, let's just say I, I knew that individual, mm-hmm. um, but not as an inspector. 
Um, and listen, there's, you can't put a price on, on knowledge. Um, and, um, I, I like, and I know you, you're a follower of his too, but, uh, you know, Diablo construction, Yeah. you know, good work ain't cheap and cheap work ain't good. Absolutely. Um, and, and this is a, a prime example of that. And said person, you know, kind of came in and listen, if, if you don't have a ladder with you and you're a home inspector, we have a problem. All right. They're not even looking, attempting you to know, look at the house. The, the roof. Don't bring binoculars to a home inspection yep. and tell me you're able to to do a 360 of that roof and that chimney and, and soffit and everything with, with your pair of binoculars. You better have a drone with a fancy 4K camera or something yeah. like that, you know, if you don't have a ladder. Um, but, uh, you know, to your point, people price shop. And that's exactly what happened. You know, after closing, there were issues that probably should have been noted with the, during that, that home inspection and in that home inspection report. And it wasn't, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it, it really breaks my heart because they're my clients and, you know, I, I want to see them, you know, now they're dealing with, they should be happy. They're in their house at their first time home buyers and they're dealing with this nonsense. Yeah, they're dealing with really headaches that they, that, exactly. that they, they, at least they would have known this information. Right. They would have mentally have been yeah. prepared. Yeah. I mean, there's home inspectors, I think, have to go. I mean, there's there's hours, right, of, of schooling yeah, it, it's and a, prerequisites. It's and, a long course, and I looked into it. It's pretty expensive. It's mm-hmm. not cheap. Right. But um, you should also be an individual who's either been in that trade or in, in a trade, right? Yeah, but that's not the... <laughs> I know. I know. I you know, know, it's like anything. I know. You know, uh, a person's doing whatever before they get a real estate license, and now they, they got a license, and they're and, selling a $400,000 home. And that's what this was. Yeah, and this guy, he, he could have been fishing the week yeah. before, and a buddy yeah. said, hey, I made 400 bucks yesterday doing yeah. a home inspection in yeah. two hours. He's like, I'm taking that class. Yeah, six six months from now, this guy will be like in the, I don't know, it'll be in the power washing business or something. Yeah. No disrespect to anybody in the power washing <laughs> business. It's just, this is- this, You got this, a new new competition this, that's going to undercut right. you for a little while. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, that's what this individual was. I mean, it was, it's it's those people where every six months or a year, you find them doing something different. Yeah. You know, whatever it may be. Um, I don't know, selling clothes wholesale at a flea market or something. I don't know. Yeah, they're always on to the next- yeah, shiny the, object. The next get rich quick scheme or whatever. Yeah. But you, you can't do that with a home inspection. No, and and it it that's where doing your, your research, listening to your agent, but then there's times where agents are new, they don't know who the good home inspector. So yeah. You have to network with even other agents, be like, Who who do you use? Who has been decent? Um I noticed some of the older home inspectors, they're not as hip as a lot of these younger guys now using drones. Yeah. Yep. I think some of these newer home inspectors, they're putting out some pretty good stuff, you know, with the drones mm-hmm. and going a little bit more, the extra mile. Right. Um, but uh, I think not not to defend, but, you know, if you could, you could kind of see a roof condition from the street. Yes. And then if you go in the attic, you could see the water staining around the chimney. There's certain telltale, mm-hmm. like signs that I don't even need to go on a roof. Right. Um, but there's, if you were in, in construction before that, you're not even going to notice, you know, those staining signs and yeah. all those things that kind of pop up. Right. And uh, and if you had never been on a roof, you don't even know how it feels. I mean, exactly. you know, there's guys that they just right. they get their license and now they're the low the low guy in the in the pool and just looking to make you know get that clientele built up and and undercharging everybody else and people are going with them. Now, what what do you uh, like when working with home inspectors? How do you kind of gauge, you know, someone being someone that you might refer to a client down the road? Like, uh, what kind of qualities do you do you kind of look at? 
uh, certainly so their background, their years of experience, um, and then networking within you know my group and and asking for their their uh, you know referrals from them perhaps um, you know essentially their resume and kind of seeing you know mm-hmm. what their what their their background is in um, you know maybe where even they've gotten their their hours from or how long ago it was because I don't want somebody and no offense I mean and I know everybody's got to start somewhere and I and I get that um, but and if you're new that's fine uh, however apprentice somewhere. Yeah. You know, get that experience from somebody, not just uh, going to Brookdale or Middlesex, wherever they offer the classes and, and getting licensed. And, and and I didn't come on here to bash by any means, you know. No, no, but, 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 but it's real life. This is what we exactly. deal with in the, right. in the field. We, we deal with, yeah. you know, it, it, like home inspectors and real estate agents, those are the two that I feel should apprentice on their people, mm-hmm. you know, as long as possible because yeah. – uh, when you're on the other side of the transaction, you could tell that new agent. Right. You know, sometimes they're afraid to ask their their broker. They're asking yeah. you. You're yeah. getting incomplete contracts, and uh, and like I, th- I think it's important that these people apprentice. And right. I, I mean, I, I would hope in the future if they would kind of make that mandatory. Like, hey, you have to in order to get a full real estate license, you have to maybe be a part of a team for 12 months. Or like something. appraisers. Yeah. Right. Like an appraiser to be an appraiser, you have to do, you have to satisfy uh, a crazy amount of hours oh and, my God, and work yeah. with somebody. I mean, I looked into that and that's just, I just don't have the time for that. No, they, they put in, <laughs> I think more hours than everybody. Yeah. 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 There's a lot, but there's a lot on, on at stake there, there. And that's I mean, huge. That determines, you know, they got a lot the, of power. The legit price of a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it, but I think some of that is needed, and of course, so many people come out of school and now they're passing out business cards. And yep. if it, just say not you, but you know the manager at an office, and then mm-hmm. it's like, hey, yeah. what are you paying your home inspectors? Yep. Oh, three fifty. Well, I'll do two fifty special for the next year. Yeah. Now you're just raking in. You yeah. don't even know what you're looking at. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, another perfect example too, I think, is where it comes. To, uh, I'm not a fan of finished basements um, when I'm looking for houses because uh, too you, much don't, hidden. you don't know what's behind those walls. Yep. Um, and I've just seen too many nightmares, uh, too many band-aids, uh, and you really need to be diligent when it comes to, to finished basements. And, um, and I think even more so when you're looking at houses that are, that are a part of a, you know, a flip or something like that, because um, you don't know who's doing the work, oh, number man. one. Um, everything's freshly painted exactly it looks it's brand new and that's what people yeah. are attracted to yeah. right it's it's oh it's brand new you know well yeah but i mean i don't care that the house was built in 1932 but it's it's brand new like it's yeah. got fresh paint it's got granite it's got this it's got a finished basement but you don't know what's behind those walls yeah and it's scary yeah um but t- to that point um you know you can have an inexperienced home inspector that comes in and and well, any home inspectors, they're not going to, they're not going to know. And they're not going to know what's behind those walls. However, an experienced home inspector can come in and they can kind of maybe assume that there's yeah. a structural issue or something by other things that they're looking at the foundation outside, going to know the foundation yeah. outside. I mean, you know, gaps in the windows, maybe something's crooked, you know, um, you know, cracks in the, in the house itself at, at certain points within the house, the flooring, yeah. um, tiles cracking in, in certain spots. I mean, things like that are all something that I think come with experience and it's not something that you could teach, you know, or something that you're going to be able to pick up and just, you know, going to, uh, to school for a couple hours and then coming in and no, not at all being a big shot. Yeah. And, and it's, it's tough on the agents because a lot of the agents don't have experience in any of that. So mm-hmm. they kind of hang in the kitchen while the guy's doing the home inspection. Yeah, that's another thing. 
And um, I think that I don't care if you, it's your first sale or your hundredth sale. You should walk with this guy. So you, yeah. every time you get a little more knowledge. Yep. So when you're going through a house, maybe you'll pick up on something that another inspector yep. didn't. And you might not know the fix, but at least you could say like, oh, do you know what? This other inspector always checks this out. Mm -hmm. Did you see this? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, the advantage that you and I have, too, is we also kind of have somewhat of an insight into the building business as well. Yeah. I mean, that, it's, it's unique. Yeah. To, to, to kind of have that as well. You know, so we're able to, to also understand, number one, what the home inspectors looking at, talking about, so you can further explain it. You know, to your clients, yeah, so they don't get scared. So they don't get scared. It, listen, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, you know, um, because listen, home inspectors are paid to find things. You yeah, know, they, if you get a home inspector that goes in there and doesn't find anything, get a whole another home inspection because yeah. they're paid to find something. Yeah, they're going to find uh, so much stuff that you're going to think the house is falling apart. Oh, it yeah. seems. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's an integral part of the home buying process. Do not under any circumstances waive your right to a home inspection. No, not uh, at all. You know, like I said, unless you have money to burn and four or five, six hundred thousand dollars is pocket change to you, is chump change, don't do it. No, no. And, <laughs> and even uh with complete renos or you have to have a home inspection no matter what. Know what you're buying. Exactly. Otherwise you don't know what you're buying. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, the agent doesn't know what you're buying. They mm -hmm. can't uh give you that information. Yep. And you don't want to go into it finding out at home inspection or even after like oh man my water heater it, it should everything yeah. should kind of you should have that knowledge before you close on the house right. yeah and you know and they also make recommendations too you know it's recommendation you know listen the hot water heater the furnace the ac condenser um it, it looks like it's in good shape right um but recommend having it checked out by you know a, a professional you know an hvac guy or something like that uh because it may be on its last leg or, or whatever. You're not going to know that if, if you yeah. don't. You could just look at it and be like, oh, wow, they painted the AC unit. Uh, <laughs> which know, the, the condenser, which they do. Yeah. And it looks great. But they paint all the ductwork. They paint they everything. They paint everything. And it yeah. looks brand new, but it, it's 50 years old. Yeah. You know, and, and in two days, it's going to, you know, crap to bed. And that's where, you know, if you're an inspector, the inspector should also be like an educator. Exactly. And, uh, I've I've found some throughout the time that educate better than others, and they're mm -hmm. there to kind of explain while they're walking through. And I make sure my clients are with them as yeah. they're walking through. Go with them. Yeah. And uh, yeah. listen to them. Listen to them. See I, I start. I, I do my own kind of as as they're looking. I look, mm -hmm. and we try to. Mm -hmm. But if they're not explaining things or they don't have the background, yep. that's where your team you you have to have someone else there that uh, either you you bring a contractor into your team early on so someone could explain mm -hmm. the severity of this 20 page document you're going to get that's going to scare the crap out of you with all these pictures and yeah. everything's in red yeah and you know uh end yeah. of its useful life and this and that and i mean the house is always at the end of its useful life there's i mean unless you know that they replaced the roof last year yeah but um it's having your team built up prior so that people could explain hopefully you have a if you have an inspector that's been in construction, mm -hmm. maybe in his, you know beforehand, right. then they they could explain some stuff, and that's always good. It's great, yeah. Or they're in some not sort always of the trade. case, though. No, it's not. Um, in fact, I'm finding it uh, 
with whatever those whatever the education requirements are, and and I I forget off the top of my head, but um, it probably should be a little bit more. And you're probably your next podcast or is probably going to be littered with uh, home inspectors now or something looking <laughs> to come on and defend themselves. But uh, maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I I. I I in general talk a lot of smack about agents. I'm not. I'm not a big, you know, because because I saw the low point of entry to get my license. It was yeah. easy. Yeah. And everyone in my class, and I could say everyone in my class, high school it, diploma in eighteen. Right? Yeah. I it, mean, everyone had. Not they a were like criminal. They were like, oh, I just bought a house, and my agent said I would be great at it. It was almost every single person, and I go, mm-hmm. man, like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think, you know. If you're new, then bring you have to have some other type of value. Yeah. So if you're a new inspector and you maybe you did construction and what the, sets you aside from then everybody then, else. then okay like that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe if you didn't, then you should work with somebody else to yeah. get that experience because yeah. you're not going to get that experience. I would want to. Yeah, I think right? so. I mean, I would want I'd want to do that, I, and and that's setting me aside from from everybody else or uh, new anyway. But it's also something that I can say to my potential to clients. You know, they might, uh, you know, I may be new at this, but for the last, you know, 12 months, two years, whatever, you know, I've been working under, you know, or working with, with Joe Schmo up the street and, and learning from him and you know, piggybacking off of him. It's an advantage. It's the same as, I mean, like for you working with your in-law as a broker, yeah. like having someone that close. Right. In construction, I, I equated to... Uh, like I had to work under a master mason that was out there laying block before I could lay block. That's I, right. Yeah, I couldn't just go get out my there tools. And, and I and I tried the around. one day. Like I got my first paycheck and I yeah. bought every tool that I needed. And then I had to still mix cement. Like yeah. it was like, well, go, you got to go back to the mixer. You yeah. know, you got to crawl before you can walk, and and you got to put your time in and pay your dues. And and that's the thing. Uh, and so, what do you suggest buyers? ask inspectors maybe as some questions before hiring them so definitely you definitely want to and even if you you don't want to you're uncomfortable you know asking them the questions i mean most of them have websites nowadays jump on the website um but and look at their their credentials um they should have uh you know what they're certified in um and be able to produce you know those documents uh to you um but have a conversation with them i mean this is a Big investment. This is probably the housing is the biggest investment you're probably ever going to make in, yeah. your, in your life, unless the way college seems to be going. I mean, that might <laughs> that, be that, that, uh, that seems to be the bigger investment. That, that might be, uh, yeah, overtaking the housing market. But um, have a conversation with them. See what they're certified in. Um, you know, see how long they've been in industry. Don't be afraid to ask them these questions. You know, you're hiring them. You know, yeah. what have, what did they do before getting into the home inspection? Um, uh, field. I mean, were they a tradesman? You know, did they were they inspect an inspector with the town at some point? Were they in a, the construction industry at all? Um, and listen, some of them say no. I was an accountant before this, and um, you know, I, I retired, and now I'm doing this on the side. But I've been doing it for six years, and uh, you know, I've paid my dues, and and I apprenticed under whoever or yeah. or uh, you know, here's a list of referrals, and I can produce a page or two of of referrals that you can contact and and uh, uh, you'll feel comfortable about using my services. But you know, attorneys, mortgage guys, uh, whoever. It's it's a little different, you know. You and I follow the same kind of rule of thumb where we're not going to say use this person. We'll give you options, but 
I feel, and you know, tell me if you disagree, but for me personally, I feel, you know, attorneys and, and mortgage per- people, it's different than the home inspection piece of it. You know, yeah. they're telling you what you're buying. Whereas kind of the attorneys are kind of, it's, it's the same thing. I mean, it's kind of a process, you know, and check boxes and whatnot. I mean, they're fighting for you for, you know, to a certain degree, but the home inspection process is really going to set the bar on what you're buying and what you're doing. And a lot of people have the, that, that like negative feeling after a purchase, they always go back to the home inspector. Exactly. And there's times I go, it really wasn't his fault. You know, mm-hmm. okay, your washing machine went two weeks after. How's he going to know that? And it was, and it was 15 years old. Yeah. I mean, there, there's kind of, there, there's some things that are just obvious. Right. But I think they're obvious, but they're really not, you yeah. know, and, and I think that's where you have to treat every buyer as, I don't know, like they just, they don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. have to assume they don't know. And sometimes, yeah. I know for myself, it, it could be hard because in my head, I'm like, I don't know, you don't see that. Yeah. You, know, you don't see the rust at the the bottom of the water exactly. heater. Yeah. yeah. But they, they're they so interested in the space, mm-hmm. they don't look at any anything, any of the important uh, parts of the space. Right. And yeah. if your inspector doesn't explain that stuff to them, yep. then it's kind of, it's on you. Mm-hmm. You know, you, and that's where, um, you know, getting experience as an agent it's tough because so many of us want to just go out and be our go out on our own and get you want all that commission but mm-hmm. i think it's smart especially when you're a new agent maybe partner up with somebody do yeah. a couple of deals co-partnered learn learn from somebody mm-hmm. learn what questions to ask the home inspectors kind of watch what they're doing mm-hmm. 100% uh just watch the process it's only going to make you a better a better agent later on down the road yeah because i mean some inspectors they they just do things differently. Yep. You know, yep. and they have different experience that maybe they've been to a certain house so many times like it's just it's like, we're we're like why aren't you touching that? And they're like I know I already know. Right. You know? They can look at it and tell the problem. Right. Yeah. And, and the other side of that obviously, you know, you and I having again somewhat of a construction background as well, we look at things and be like, eh, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, it'll be flagged in red on a report or this and that, and and we're able to have that conversation with our clients and say, listen, you know, it's it's really not that big of a deal. And there's been instances where even you know I myself have taken it to the next level and said, I'll take care of it. Yeah, you know, where I know the people or whatever the case may be, and and I'm comfortable saying that, and they're comfortable with me doing the work. Yeah, but I've done those things. Um, even <laughs> this is not a home inspection. Uh, wasn't a home inspection request, uh, but I had to put a railing up. Well, I didn't have to, but there was a, a requirement for FHA loans. Mm-hmm. You know, as you know, they have their own uh, rules and regulations um, yeah, that th- they require, even though it's not required by the township to get a CO or things like that. And they wanted a railing in a in a living room um, because of the, the the floor height difference. Eh, no problem. I went to Home Depot, spent a couple of bucks, put a, put up a railing. Yeah, you know, I mean, you and I, we go that extra mile for for ages and having that construction background as well, I think, you know, really helps. And, um, well, that, that definitely helps people like me and you. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the reason why I started my new company is to help other agents that don't have a me and you in there. Right. Um, and I, I tell people, I'm like, you could use me, you could use my company. Um, you could use a contractor. Out. Just put somebody in that, in that slot in your team that you could call on. Yeah. That you're comfortable. Yep. And if it's a contractor, make arrangements to pay that guy because, you know, 
people take advantage of contractors. I feel they feel they they they, they dangle the carrot and yeah. they're like, hey, come talk to this person about this kitchen or what they might do. You might get the job, mm-hmm. and you probably number one, they're probably not going to buy the house once they find out how much a new kitchen is. Yeah. Number two. Once they buy the house, they're going to price shop you against everybody else. Of course. Because there's very little loyalty mm-hmm. until you're really like they're your client. Same person just price, just price shopped on a home inspection. Yeah. <laughs> they just price shopped everybody <laughs> in the whole city. The, yeah. the attorney, the home inspector. Yeah. yeah. So now this agent's trying to get you in there for free. And, you know, agents, you got to either, and I say either to the agent or to the buyer or the seller, get somebody in that slot. And make arrangements like, hey, how much would you charge to come out yep. to look at, at my house? Yep. You're going to have someone that's going to show up and you know, then they know they're getting paid for their time. Yep. If they never see you again, at least they made their, their uh, a couple bucks for being there. For that time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's important because so many agents don't have the background we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them don't. Yep. Uh, it doesn't make them a bad agent. No, and, I, and, I, and I say to anybody new... You have to have some value that you could bring to the table. Sets you apart. That sets else. you apart, even as a new agent. Yep. And just be smart enough not to give the BS answer yep. when you could just say, hey, listen, uh, let me call my broker. Yeah. And I, I, I always said, yeah. I don't have the answer. I'll just find. I'll get, I'll yeah, get the answer. I'll get it for you. you. They, and I think people respect that more than you just giving an answer and then coming Being back wrong. two days later. Yeah. Like, hey, I know I told you that, yep. but uh, that's actually wrong. That's the worst thing you could do. Yeah. That just, all your credibility just flew out the window. Yep. And then, and, and it happens way too often. Yep. That's what got me into real estate is hearing that stuff. That yeah. just the answers for the answers. And yep. I'm like, man. Like, and, and as big of, as big of a, a, you know, whatever you want to, well, we'll just talk about, you know, Jersey just because, you know, where we live and where we're licensed and whatnot. But as big as it is, it's a soup and, and as big as the real estate market may be or how many agents there may be in the state, super small. It's oh. a super small community. Yeah, I mean, you, you find everybody knows about you. You find that what do they say, like the ten percent of the agents do ninety percent of the work. Yeah. Yeah. And someone told me that in the beginning and I was like, Man, but it makes sense because yeah. there's an eighty percent turnover rate or mm-hmm. whatever it is. So within two years, eight out of ten are gone. Yep. Those twenty percent are now mixed in that top 10% and half of yeah. them are part-timers. And, and, it, and, and it's becoming even more, you know, prom- I mean, look at us. I mean, the, the advancements of social media. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that's just making that, that circle that much tighter, yep. you know? Um, I mean, you know, that's how we connected. You know, if it wasn't for Instagram and whatnot. Yeah, know, exactly. You know, I mean, social media, mm-hmm. when you use it correctly, I think it's great. It's, great. it's a good way to... Um, brand yourself and, and... Brand yourself, your but business. it's a good way for buyers to kind of see who they're, they're getting... On a certain at a personal level, too. yeah. See who I'm, this person really is. To a certain, I mean, unless the people are using marketing companies, then well, there's yeah, some people out that. there that uh, yeah. that I look through their Instagram and I'm like, I know this guy. How could someone have that many pictures of themselves by another photographer? <laughs> like, who's walking around with this guy? Who's paying this? Yeah, this like guy? who? Who is this kind of time? Yeah, I'm like I need. <laughs> A photographer to walk around with me and just take random shots of me at every house that I look at, and then post some quote. Yeah, it's a <laughs> so those people you might not get a good idea about, right, uh, right. but uh, you know, you can tell for, who the real ones are. Yeah, you could tell who the real ones yeah, are, and you out. could also tell by there's a lot of home inspectors that I follow. Yeah, and you could tell who's doing if they're putting their stuff out there. I mean, wh- when you put your stuff out there, you're kind of opening yourself to criticism. Sure. So. If you're a BS inspector and you put yourself out there, you know you're going to have an old client that's like, 
don't use this guy. He yeah. never found anything in my house. Yeah. You yeah. know, so yeah. I, I think social media is great for, uh, you know, checking out some, some of the background of someone because mm-hmm. their website kind of, it's done. It's kind of stagnant. You know, yeah. websites yeah. don't change. Yeah. I agree. If they're active on social media, you might see like they posted some uh, in a crawl space picture mm-hmm. or yeah. stuff like that. Some stuff of value. And it's cheaper than, than even doing the websites nowadays. You it know? is. I mean, I started a website, you know, a couple of years ago. And, and to your point, it just kind of went stagnant. Just wanted didn't have the time to upkeep it. Wasn't going to pay somebody to, to upkeep it. Um, and uh, I was accomplishing the same, if not getting more hits from the social media side yeah at f- free <laughs> yeah pretty much so, you know what i mean so yeah I mean, there's some added costs if you, you decide to do a couple of things with sponsoring ads and stuff like that but comparing it to a website developer uh paying a website developer and, and then to maintain it especially for real estate it's expensive dollars. because you got to have that idx and all this yeah. other integration yeah, yeah. It, it gets yeah. it gets pretty expensive yeah yep. but i think you know Asking the questions, calling multiple people, like you said. Yeah. I think checking out their social media feed. Looking at their, um, their, uh, the other history, yeah. I, I think if someone's not, not to say that if they're not on social, they're not doing their thing, but I think if you, for me, I'm, I'm big on social, so I try to like, if you're not on Instagram, Facebook or something, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. what are you hiding? Right. Yeah. You know, like what's going on there? It's right? almost 2019. Everybody yeah, is. Why? It's like, There's kids that are on it now. Exactly. I want, I want to kind of see what you're about and, and, uh. And I follow a lot of people that are way, you know, 30 years my senior that are on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. So yeah. why couldn't you, it's you know, not hard. I think, and for the newer, my clients, the younger clients, they want that. Yep. They're on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. So I feel a little more comfortable if I'm like, Hey, you know, you could go check at dot, dot, dot. Yep. You could see what they're doing now yep. and maybe check this person out, give them a call. Yep. Or and if you call anybody else then it's, it's on you, you yep. know? And it, it's not like I'm saying or, or you're saying anything crazy or, or you know, uh, out of the box, you know, it, uh, or it's not rocket science. I mean, you should be doing that with everything that you do. I mean, if you're hiring somebody to do something for you, whether it's a landscaper, whether it's a, a home inspector or an attorney or, or a plumber, whatever, you know, you be looking at who you're bringing into your house, you know, and even though this is a house you're, you know, living yet, it's going to be or but you know as well work. as I do in this business, like you'll go to a listing appointment and they just go, "Well, my cousin just got their license, so I'm." Just oh gonna, yeah, and yeah. you go. Yeah, everybody knows somebody. <laughs> exactly, everyone knows somebody. Like, <laughs> I, I say, everyone knows a DJ and everyone knows a real estate agent. <laughs> you know, That's true. everyone. Yeah, you know, I've DJed since I was 13, and then it's like. Oh, that guy's a DJ. Yeah. I got a DJ cousin. I got, and I'm like, holy yeah. crap. Everyone knows a DJ yeah. and everyone knows a real estate agent. Exactly. And there was a, a post, I don't know if you saw it, uh, that I put up last week on my Instagram account where it was, um, it was a legit picture, um, in, in Old Bridge. It was on Trulia or whatever, you know, uh, um, realtor, uh, real estate, uh, website, uh-huh. uh, realtor.com, whatever. A picture of a listing and with a, just a, the dude oh, the sitting at the <laughs> table. Like, get out of you the know? picture. <laughs> and, and I'm like, who's the agent? Who's the listing agent? Tony Gaga? Yeah, you know? pretty much. $2? Is that what he's charging it, you? It's, <laughs> and that, that goes with, you know, with interviewing. Interview your, your inspector, your agent. Yeah. Um, and I hope that person's listening. I hope they see it because that's unacceptable. I, I don't think they care. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If I, they I put see, that up, they don't care. It, it's all about the effort. And that's yeah. why I, I'm not using social media as a bar, but it, it shows a little effort. So when yeah. I... When I've, 
I connected with one particular guy, a couple from social media, mm-hmm. because I was seeing what they were doing. I see, I saw that they were out there with drones, yeah, and they were doing some cool new stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's pretty cool." Like, yeah. I, I kind of want them on my team. I don't care what they cost. Yeah, you know, I think that they're giving a valuable service, yeah. and I tell my customers, I'm like, "Hey, listen, this guy's at whatever the cost is, four fifty, whatever yeah. it is, but." He's going to bring a drone if he can't get up there himself. Yeah. He'll probably bring a drone anyway. It yeah. takes some shots. Yeah. Like he's going the extra mile. I think it's yeah. important. Yeah. I started doing that um, you know, not not too long ago where just bringing in a professional photographer and and getting those those pictures done that I could never do. Yeah. You know, with, I think that's another it. thing that's super important. Like and professional photography has gotten cheaper for us, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's more reasonable. It's There's so many it. more people out there doing it cuz yeah. it kind of fills in their work. It's silly not to. And I'll see a person list a five hundred thousand dollar home yeah. and taking crap shots the cars are still in the driveway yeah put the and, toilets and down, it's man put the toilets there's one right by my house that and i and i go how do you expect to make top dollar on your house when you're the first picture they look at on their cell phone looks like crap yeah it's not gonna happen yeah you're, you're i mean it's just it's all about the effort and yeah. i think it's it's about the effort on the home inspector on everybody yeah. and uh absolutely i mean and Buyers and I mean even sellers that get yeah. home inspections like you got to do your homework. You can't just rely on the agent to throw you names. You gotta you gotta interview these guys. Absolutely. You gotta find out what they did before, and uh, you know do some research on it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any crazy uh, inspector stories? Not that we're we're here to bash inspectors. Yeah, well, I and I'm going to bring on an inspector. That, some of that I might have to play him this episode before <laughs> he comes on. So. We may have done some of that already. Uh, uh, I. I um, I don't think I think I've been pretty fortunate, you know, over the years. Um, I, I don't think I've had any instances where it was, uh, you know, really a disaster, um, you know, because of of an either one something that an inspector should have picked up, little things, um, you know, cer- certainly nothing worth noting. And then I think on the other side of it, I don't think there was any um, houses that I've ever been in where we got to the point where. A home inspector had to come in and tell you this is crap. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I've been pretty fortunate. I think. Yeah, I don't know about you if uh, if any um, nightmares, but well, I, I there was one guy I used to use more than I, I haven't used him often, but my man was real unappro- inappropriate. <laughs> like if he felt like we were buds together. He was talking some smack in the house, and I was like, "Hey, you know the guy, the wife is right there." Oh, I've had you know uh, township inspectors who have come in for the CO uh, do that. Yeah, but uh, you know, well, one in particular who's no longer with the township, but that not because of that. He just retired <laughs> out, but uh, he uh, got out before he, he got caught. <laughs> yeah, but it was um, you know if they have the you know some people leave like the. You know, kind of like the quotes on the wall, uh-huh. you know, things like that. Like, always kiss me goodnight or something like that. Those decals in the master yeah, the deca- or whatever. Yeah. Like, hey, total inappropriate comments, <laughs> you know, as it relates to those. But, uh, yeah, you know, like, similar to in that. In my pants. <laughs> that, you're right. No, it's it, totally that. You you hit the nail. Yeah, I had one. And, and <laughs> like, this guy, he was funny to be around. And I, I never had him not pick up something. And he was one of those guys that, he would look at the roof from the ground, but he would get in the attic. He would always see things, and uh, but he would have some inappropriate language at times, and I would yeah. just go, "What the?" I'm like, "Come on, dude!" 
Like if, if, if you're 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 here, I need you about here. Yeah, like come on, like we, we got some some women roaming around. Let's keep it down and not. Yeah. This isn't the construction site. Yeah, hey, you know the other thing too is you don't know with the advancements in in technology from a, a camera perspective oh, or recording you don't, perspective. I always assume I'm that I'm always assuming that I'm on camera yeah. or or being recorded or yeah, something. What, so because. when you're walking through a house as a buyer. Assume that there's a, a nanny cam. Yep, yep. Don't go through the drawers. To, you know, I mean, you can look through the. You got to look through the closets and stuff. That's sure. fine. See how, you know, how big they are and what. But happened. don't go no, there's fishing. No there's no reason. There's no reason, and you. That's not probably, coming with the house. Yeah, you probably will get caught. Uh, now I'm. I don't trust anything. I look everywhere. Like, where is there? There's got to be yeah. a camera around oh, here somewhere. Too. Yeah, me too. And I've told people, close the drawer. There's no reason for you to be in there. Sometimes the cameras are obvious too. Like, oh yeah, you walk into homes and there's yeah. the the Nest camera, yeah. right, like yeah. boom, right there. Yeah. Oh, everything being so easy with Wi-Fi now, it's you know and yeah. <laughs> oh, is there? There's a second camera. Oh boy, where that's the first one. So this is our no. Li- this one on the so we're on live stream one? right now on Facebook. And, see, and another, there's another one. There's another camera. Oh, I think I see it. It's right behind you. <laughs> but I'm look. Yeah, I'm kind of looking. <laughs> but there's cameras yeah, way smaller than that. They got those cameras that are like in the I- iPhone chargers. Charger? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. So, I, yeah. so you, that's the other thing is uh, yeah, getting getting, yeah. getting the, the uh, a professional person that's not going to say something. Pro- I mean, it, I don't know. Thankfully, it never backfired on me. Yeah. But but he was one thing I got to say about this guy. We 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 went to a flipped house in okay. Brick. Um, as soon as he pulled up to the house, he knew who the the buy the selling agent was. The selling agent, yeah, because of the because of the sign. Or, yeah, okay, I was okay. I was on the buy side. Okay, and he goes, "Oh boy, here we go." I go, <laughs> I go, it's a flip. I was like, you know, my first look at it, I was like, I didn't see much, but you right. know, you're there twenty minutes. We started diving in, and uh, I mean, we found disaster. Um, huh? Disaster. The whole back wall. Uh, so it was one period of time, they didn't even use. Uh, plywood on the outside. They used like a cardboard as the sheathing. Huh. So the the sheathing was this cardboard like material, and the whole back wall was just rotted out. Rotted out. Screwdriver went through everything. No matter where we went, the back deck. Once we looked into it, these people taped over holes in the ductwork with blue painters tape, and then painted all the ductwork. So while you're walking around with the flashlight, you'd go, "Why is that blue now?" Yeah. And then you, boop, finger right through it, fixing holes with tape. It was a nightmare. Um, when I did the breakdown, it was easily thirty thousand dollars worth of worth of issues. Right. So when we backed out of the deal, I told the guy, I said, "You know, here's the whole list, and here's here's a, an estimate. Yeah. To fix everything, and and the the selling agent goes, nah." We'll give you a twenty five hundred dollar credit. Twenty five hundred bucks won't even pay for the the panel that is exposed. There was no cover on the panel. They didn't even know where the panel was. The cover. I go. We need to redo all this stuff. And this is somebody that's in that area flipping houses. Yeah, yeah. And they and and, 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 and he's getting away with it. Oh yes, and I've seen it. now yeah. every time I uh, I see a house from that same agent. Yep. And this is where you go into. Uh, it's a very small yeah. community. Yep. I see his name on a house, and I tell my customers. Buyer beware. Yep. I'm sure it, it yep. looks pretty on the outside. The the joint work in the tile is going to look like crap once we're in there. Yep. 
The floors aren't going to be like. There's going to be a lot of issues there. Weekend warriors. Yeah, exactly. They they use handy men to yeah. do all their flip work. Yeah. And uh, so, needless to say, we pulled out, and my inspector told my client, "Listen, I you." I'm not. He actually he didn't even charge him for the inspection. Right. He said, "I'll credit you on another one." He goes, "You're not buying this house." <laughs> that's good. And and that's I, and, and that and I respect that about him. And yeah. That's why I used him so long because right. he would be honest with people. Um, he was a little rough with his honesty, but but he, but the, the crazy part is, I looked up. They sold the house for like five grand more to somebody else, and that guy was on the buy and sell side. And probably did. Oh well, yeah. And I go, man. Someone just got hosed. I wonder if they had a home inspection. <laughs> yeah, you want, or but if, if he's on the buy and sell side, he's saying, "Hey, use my guy." That's right. Yeah, and and that guy who knows already, if that guy's in cahoots. That with guy, him. of course, he's in cahoots because yeah. he's doing all yeah. the home inspections for the guy that's doing the crap flips. Yeah, three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks a pop. You know, it, it's insane. Wow. And to that point, there's no seller's disclosure. You know, with oh with, with flips, flips, nope. There's no seller's disclosure with flips. So. You're not getting anything in writing, so they're they're covered from you know lawsuits per se. You know, pretty much under that those, those circumstances. So it's uh, it, it, you're right. It's buyer beware, and if that individual is on the buy and sale side, I mean, first of all, that's super unethical for that person to be doing any of that. Well, uh, but you know what happens. Yeah, way too often. Yeah. and uh, and now I know in in a lot of the areas I sell, and in, in many places, the inventory is so low. You're you're Selling more flips. I'm seeing a lot more flips yeah. out there. Yeah. And uh, so since there's no seller's disclosure, there's nothing there. If you penny pinch on your home inspector and you just go after whoever you Google and is the cheapest yep. without doing your homework, yep. I mean, there's that guy's giving you the only information you're getting on the house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so you you should do yourself a favor and get whoever's the most experienced. I'll pay more. Yeah. I'll pay twice as much. Yeah, get someone with, with more experience and, and think about bringing in a contractor or a home advisor, some yeah. other company that could yeah. give you real life, you know, come at it at two angles. Yeah, piggyback off of the inspection. Yeah, because um, everything's covered up. Yeah. Everything's painted. Yeah. Everything looks beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what people are attracted to. Yeah, and that all they, they got the white cabinets, the dark floor, the, yeah. the dark countertop, the stainless steel, and they're yeah. like, I'm ready to yeah. move in. The house across the street is, is you know... Uh, say $20,000 less, but I don't have to put in the granite. I don't have to put in the new flooring. I don't have to paint. These are the colors that I want. You know, these are the grays that everybody's talking about now. And and the crown molding with the, the, the gloss white, it pops. It's beautiful. I don't have to do that. Yeah, but it's garbage. You don't, the the people putting it together did a horrible job. Yeah. Look at the seams. (laughs) (laughs) But that, that's, that's where like me and you, our eyes go somewhere. Yeah. And most others don't. And that's, And that's why I push people like a home inspector, don't cheap out and, and get a contractor on your yep. team. Yeah. Get someone in there, get people in there that could give you an honest assessment. Yep. Not to say you're not going to buy the house, but at least you're going to pay what it's worth. Yep. Exactly. And, and, and then when the crown's falling off the ceiling because they used one nail that's into the sheetrock, not holding on anything, <laughs> you're like, well, I've like seen I, that. Mike told seen me that. that this was probably done by a handyman. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I uh, mean, you, you see it; it's out there. Yeah, I mean, the the way these people are buying homes and flipping them is they're using cheap labor. Yeah. So it, if you're not getting a thorough enough. home inspection, 
you're, you're shooting yeah. yourself in the foot. It's only good enough to, to get you through that, that grace period from that listing time to that closing time. Yep. Once you close, it's miraculous how things start falling apart. It's, it's, it's like amazing, right? What do what the old uh, mechanics used to do? Put uh, uh, sawdust in the oil or something to keep, stop it from leaking. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's like, you know... Uh, some of these flippers Band-Aids. are they're like yeah. used car salesmen. Yep. You know, they just they need to get by yep. to the close. Yeah. And maybe they, they have that shiny new heating unit and the new water heater and you kinda your eyes are like, Man, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. And then everything else in there is just being held on garbage. by duct tape and bubble gum. Garbage. Yeah. So yep. I think we're we're probably on the same page. Yeah. You know, interview and, and research your, yeah. your home inspectors. Yeah. Big time. It's common sense. Ask questions. Um, it's a, uh, now how about, what are your feelings for home inspections for sellers? Home inspections for sellers, um, as far as kind of calming their nerves a little bit more or, or you know, maybe doing a pre-home inspection before mm-hmm. listing. So, yeah. uh, maybe they, they kind of, they get hit with reality early on yeah. before they get hit. Um, I've done, I haven't done that just because most people, Again, don't want to spend the money yeah. on, on that. Um, you know, plus they're also afraid of what they're going to be told. And if there is something that is made is brought to their attention, now they're aware of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So now they have to disclose it. Yeah. Um, so I think that opens up another, you know, can of worms, perhaps. But also, um, but the other thing that I have done is having um, a CO inspection from the township prior to. Um, you know, prior to closing, you know, it, every town's different. And if it's a town that requires a CO, um, but in Old Bridge anyway, it's, they're good for 90 days. So, um, you know, having a, a home, having a CO inspection within that 90 day period, and you know, you're going to close within that 90 day period just to get that certificate of occupancy, I think also gives you more leverage, sure. which I think is important. Yeah, Cause you know that, Hey, listen, you can move in. Yeah. The house is moving right. Right. And not only that, but it gives you that leverage from, uh, uh, the vantage point of if if you have a home inspection and now you come to me with a home inspection report and say, well, I want this, this, and this done, and it's eh, maybe cosmetic or or not, but you say, well, listen, the township doesn't require that. So, yeah. and I have the CO, so I, I'm not going to do that. But here's what we will do. You know, I'll give you 500 bucks, or I'll give you a credit or something at closing to to kind of, you know, make you feel like I'm working with you a little bit. Yeah. You know, I think that. So, so to your to your question, I've never done the home inspection on the sell side, um, but I've done the the CO inspection prior to. Yeah, now I, I'm I'm kind of I understand what you're saying because when you get into a deep home inspection, now you know about all these deficiencies mm-hmm. legally that now now, now you're you aware. Now you yeah. get to disclose it, right? Um, and uh, I I I like to do a walkthrough with my clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, right, and. Uh, and my company offers kind of not a home inspection, but a walkthrough mm-hmm. just to pick out the obvious stuff and maybe suggest like, hey, take care of A, B, C, and D. Like this may come up in, yeah. a, in an I inspection. Mean, well, Because or... one home inspector and another one's not going to pick up all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. So They're subjective, of course. You can't, you could get a home inspection done that has 30 items, fix all 30. Yeah. That other guy's going to come back with another 20. Right. So I, I think uh, just kind of a general walkthrough of the condition of your home mm-hmm is a good idea. That's a great service that you offer, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and you could have any contractor do it. You right. know, it's having somebody that's qualified kind of walk through and say, hey, do you see anything that, that might pop yeah. up in, you know, should in I anybody's eyes? About, you know, worried about, should I have to Loose address? hanging wires, sometimes yeah. some staples, that, that fixes. Yeah. 
you know, a line item that now right. you're not having to prove that you brought an electrician in right. to, to tighten up wires. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. So doing, being a little proactive, uh, I always suggest like a little proactive. I, I've never had anybody do a full home in, inspection beforehand. Right. I, I know my inspector, they all offer it. Sure. Um, but I think having doing a thorough walkthrough, especially if your agent doesn't yep. have that background like yep. me or you, right. uh, take and they're not suggesting to do it, you might want to have someone you know kind of yeah. just walk you through. Yeah, it's a great idea. Because that home inspection yep. inspection is going to come, and you're going to be like, "What the? What is all this stuff?" And a lot of people don't realize that. You know, they don't uh, or, or don't even think about that. And I feel like a lot of agents don't think the way that you and I think when it, it, it comes to, to doing that, you know, you're doing your walkthrough to kind of gauge what I should list this price, the, the, what I should list this house for, but you're not, well, we are, yeah. but I feel like a lot of other agents aren't going through there saying, you know, uh, this may come up in a home inspection. But I think, that, you know, I think they should. That's oh, hundred percent. Like our job is I to agree. know the condition of the house. Yeah. And, you know, when you see water coming off of a wall in a basement, that's a problem. You, you can't just turn a blind eye to it no. and say, "Well, it didn't happen." Let no. it let somebody else find it. Nope. Like you, if you see the obvious stuff, I think you have to say yeah. it. You yep. know, um, and if you're not confident yep. in being able to find that stuff, either bring in another agent with you or hire a service yep. to just do that walkthrough with you. Yeah. Because when it comes to the home inspection of from the other side, mm-hmm. now your seller is going to be like, oh, I knew about this stuff. You yeah. know, we're kind of aware. Right. You know, they already had a credit in their head. They're like, I exactly. know they're going to come. Yeah. You know, uh, I just sold a house and we knew, okay, well, we're not going to replace the windows. Yep. They had some fogging from, you know, whatever. The seals being bad. And I was like, we're not going to replace all these windows. So, all right, fix these 10 items. Mm-hmm. And most of it was like fixing piece of wood on the door jam. Yeah. Stupid stuff. Right. But get rid of these items when the home inspector came and they brought up in you know, windows. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We already had a credit in yeah. our head. Yeah. Here See, you in are. Some towns you, you. They're happy. That's part of a. You have to replace those in some towns. Yeah. You'd have to. Yeah. They would before have, closing. They we won't even get a CO. Yeah, I, we were fortunate. <laughs> yeah, you were, yeah, and that's why a lot of towns that are doing away with COs, it's you know good for seller, bad for the buyer. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> It is. I mean, because now it's pretty much just smoke and fire. I mean, yeah. they just check yeah. to make sure you got the you right got your, fire stuff. And, and your uh, carbon monoxide, that's it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, t- taking a step back, you know, what I do too, and curious on, on your opinion here as well, is just with regards to your advice to sellers with regards to upgrades. So now for me, I would rather lower the, the either lower the price of the house or discuss credits at closing rather than telling my potential um, seller, you know, spend $20,000 and upgrade your kitchen. Be- I agree 100%. Because you're going to make it to your taste and then I'm going to come in and be like, this is awful and yeah. I'm going to rip it all out or I'm not even going to yeah. buy it because you painted everything pink and I don't like pink. No, that, I am 100% with you and uh, I think if you're the one, if if you're a contractor and you could do work and you could do it to what's trending, right? That's different, yep. Because you're going to make money, yeah. But if you're paying someone to do a job, mm-hmm. if you're going to upgrade your kitchen, you're not going to get back 100 percent on what you put in. No way. Sell it as it is. I, I'm with you. I, 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 if you could paint on your own, paint it. You know, painting. Do whatever. Yeah. Clean up the house. Yeah. Declutter. All that stuff. Fix the little fixes. 
major renovations, stay away from it. Yep. You're not getting your money back. Even appliances. I mean, there's people that love stainless steel. There's people that despise it and hate it, and they want the the old school, you know, white cream color yeah. or whatever. Um, you know, refrigerators and stuff like that. Just if it's in if it's in working condition, leave it. That's it. Um, I, I'm I, as a, for sellers, I, I say just clean up the house. That's it. Make it presentable. Listen to the agent when they say declutter. Actually yep. declutter your yep. house. Get a, uh, one of those pods. Yep. Fill it up. Get it out of there. Yep. Um, that is where the money is made yep. when people see how much space you have. Yep. Redoing that kitchen, unless you're able to do a, your own flip, and there's cases where maybe the people own the house outright. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they want it. They In their head, they're doing their own flip. I, I mean, I guess you could do it, but I think you're only you're exchanging dollars. Exactly, and and again, and you're making a contractor like me yeah, money, right? <laughs> so exactly, so but I, I mean, you're also, you know, you had mentioned, you know, making it to what's trending. I mean, some people, you know, you could put like the glass back uh, backsplash and stuff like that, the glass tile backsplash, and you know, which I assume is is still trending. You know, I guess to some point now, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure that that's probably going to change in the next, of course, but it's always six changing, weeks, yeah. You know, and and but that w- that one buyer, because all you need is one buyer. You know, yeah. that one person, that one family that, that falls in love with that house, like, that's awful. I hate yeah. glass tile backsplash. Uh, absolutely. I would rather just leave it at, you know, a painted piece of sheetrock, let them do whatever they want to do and say, listen, here's $1,000 to do that or take it off the top of the price or whatever. Yeah, and, and price yourself competitively. Exactly. Yeah. And there's people that are willing to do that. Um, you know, working with somebody now who's just super open-minded about that and, and we're totally on the same page and it's it's a great business relationship. Yeah. No, so. I'm with, I'm with you. Uh, not over investing in before the sale of the house. Not gonna get it back. Never. I don't think so. And uh, I mean, unless your house is a friggin' disaster, then you need to do something. Yeah, it's a different story. Or maybe you're an estate sale, and that was your yeah. parents' house. Yeah. I mean, every there's other situations. Right. Um, maybe the estate could afford to do the their own flip, and yep. maybe they'll make more money that way. Yeah. Uh, but I think in general. Yeah, I'm with you. Good. There's no right. point in spending that money. So it's nice to know I'm not crazy. No, no, no. But but I think <laughs> you know when when you come from the the background we come back come from. Yeah. I think we think of it on that level where right is the ROI even there? Yep. And we know the ROI isn't there. Just leave it. You know, for maybe for an agent that's more design centric, they want the house to look like redo those bathrooms, redo that kitchen. Mm-hmm. Let's paint this. You, yeah, it's going to be a better looking showing, you know, it's going to show better. But by the time you spent that money, you could have been out of the house and somewhere yeah. else. Cause now, yeah. now you're wishing maybe you didn't even sell the house. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's a exactly. waste. Of, it's a waste of money. I mean, there's only certain situations that I think you should do work. Yeah. Most of the time, I think you should yeah. just kind of clean it up. You're making it to your taste. Yeah. And, and, and not everybody likes your taste. And, no. and like you said, right now what's trending isn't really hot with everybody, and I think we're in a transition point too. Because mm-hmm. now I think it's it's been overdone. Yep. And how many homes do you see the same exact country kitchens? Yeah, country <laughs> kitchen, gray wood floors. Yeah. Uh, uh, reclaimed wood yep. somewhere. Yep. Um, yep. It, after a while, I think people just kind of go like, "I don't want my house to look like everyone Cookie else's." Cutter. Yeah. Now yeah. I want something else. Yeah. So it's gotta. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate. 
all this great information. I think we covered most of what people need to know and uh, whatever they don't know. I'm sure I'm going to have an inspector crap on us about everything else. <laughs> Bring one in. We'll have another podcast, the three yeah, of us, and we'll just uh, we'll battle. <laughs> We're going to have like we'll a battle royale over here. Podcast battle. All right, so I'm going to br- hit you with four questions, a little quattro fire, sure. so we can learn a little bit more about you. Sure. What's your favorite book? Uh, uh, I might catch heat for uh, for this one, uh, but I I, uh, I I I like The Art of the Deal by uh, President Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? I think a lot of people liked a lot of his stuff before he became president, but uh, yeah. hey, that's politics. You know? Yeah, hey, listen. Politics changes the way people perceive, yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. It is what it is. But yeah. but as far as no matter what anybody could say, the guy is a master salesman. 100%. Agree. And that is why he's where he's at. He yeah. sold the country. He sells, sells, sells. You can't you can't hate on, on him because you're not in that shoe, in yeah. his shoes. You know? I mean, you, that's what people, I think, are hating on him. For I, think, uh, I think you take a little bit from everybody. You know? Yeah. You learn his way. I think... Uh, I don't know. I think everyone has like their thing. Politicians in general are great salesmen. Oh, absolutely. I, I think. Oh, yeah. I think people don't realize it. Yeah, they're you know? salesmen. You know, he's just. Yeah. He's known as the salesman. Right. But everybody we've ever elected is a salesman. They mm-hmm. sell us on what we want to hear, what their base wants their to hear. Their agenda, their policies, their this. There's everyone. They're a yeah. salesman. Yeah. Um, it's just he has a lot of books and and a lot of history in being in sales. Most most politicians hide behind. Um, doing good for the community. That's right. None of they're all salesmen. Yep. You know, they're pushing their agenda. Yep. And, uh, but you know, um, definitely that's a big, uh, big book for, yeah. I mean, good book prior. I think it probably had better sales before it became president. Absolutely. (laughs) It is what it is. What's your favorite show? You know, I, I haven't watched much TV, you know, lately. Um, you know, if I do, it's, it's probably sports or whatever, but I think the, and I may be, you know, kind of dating myself here a little bit, but the last show that I think I I really got into um, to the point where needed to make sure I was home to watch this show and, and made a conscious effort not to miss any episodes was um, Prison Break. So going oh, really? back about 10 years or so. There you're going to yeah. say The Sopranos. <laughs> no, I, I, I never, I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of The Sopranos, really? to be honest with you. That yeah. was one that I remember yeah. like, man, we religiously made sure we were home. Yeah. Yeah, for the Sopranos. Most people probably won't even know what Prison Break is, but uh, yeah, I don't know no. if you do or not. But yeah, was, yeah, I okay. remember. Yep. Yeah, and then they came out with a, a, another series not too long ago, you know, a couple of years ago, where they, um, you know, same storyline, you know, uh-huh. and, and the same folks, but uh, yeah, it, it didn't compare to the original. But that was probably the first and only show series that I was adamant about and needed like to you had to get be the there. hell home and and watch that. Yeah, nothing since nothing since, huh? Nothing, no, no nothing, nothing. You've I been. Mean, uh, like binging on Netflix? Or? No, no, honestly. Um, I think Sons of Anarchy was my last one that I kind of binged. Like, I started to dream that crap. You know, I was kind of bad. <laughs> like, see, for me, it was hard. <laughs> I was a son for a while. <laughs> now, 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 the, now the Mayans are uh, the yeah, Mayans yeah, are out. With what's his face? Son yeah, of Vargas. Now I'm like, yeah, oh boy, here yeah. I, I'm gonna. Highest rated TV premiere of the whole year. Was the Mayans? Yep. Yeah, my... the, the new show. Yeah, I tell wow. you what, man, it was. It's pretty badass. Wow. And, and when you're someone like me with that missed the Suns, it's just like you're you're like there's no more Sopranos for me yeah. than like the Suns died off. I was like, what the hell? So now now I got this. See, I ride, so it was hard for me to to 
it was hard to me to, to get into that show because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's kind of, it's Hollywood. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, but, but, but there's, there's yeah, I mean, look, there's gangs. Yeah. Trust I mean, me, and, and they're here. I mean, you see the pagans, they're, they're the, here. The Hell's Angels, they're riding around like, yeah. Um, they got their colors on. You know, you kind of glorify uh-huh. that, I guess. But yeah. I, they it, glorify the mafia all the time on TV. <laughs> I watch that. That, that I watch. Yeah, that I like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I believe Cast it. member of who? Of uh, Sons. Sons. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, you got it. It's... He had, like, all the tattoos on his face, but a little demented. They oh, yeah, the, yeah, They got to yep. get the storyline from somewhere, I guess. Well, absolutely. But there was a funny story. Um, we were at a, a buddy of mine, we were at a local bar um, that's no longer there uh, in, in Oldbridge a couple of years back, and he had a, a Sons of Anarchy t-shirt on, and um, uh, it was a little bit of a, of a rough bar, um, but... Uh, <laughs> So we're sitting at the bar one night having drinks. It's late at night, and uh, this this crew, group of uh, bikers come in, and this one female biker comes up to my buddy and goes, "Oh, what uh, you know? What chapter are you in?" You know, and he had the Sons of Anarchy shirt on, and he's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> and she's like, "Well, you're wearing the T-shirt. What, what, I'm a, what I'm chapter the, are you?" And he goes, it's "The a, FX chapter. It's, like, it's a freaking <laughs> yeah, it's a freaking TV show." <laughs> but do you know what? Uh, there, uh, there is because of the way they patched. Yes, the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, people within that community, they actually they don't like it, and they yeah, they right. would get upset when people would dr- like wear leather jackets with the Sons of Anarchy patch, right? Because that whole patch system has a history to oh, yeah. it, yeah. and if you're from a motorcycle club, yep. like there's some heavy meaning to that, and yep. and yep. I don't think the people that were making those jackets really understood no. what they were no, putting on the back of some people that th- they those, don't know. Those jackets are earned. You know, yeah. those colors, those jackets, the, the patches, they're earned, you know, and, and you have to do some pretty serious stuff to get, and I'm talking about the, yeah, not, not, not the sons of anarchy. You the, can just go on eBay right now, right, buy a jacket, right. you know, but <laughs> I'm not talking about like the, the blue angels, which are you know, yeah, police, yeah. you know, biker clubs or whatever. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, the, the bad, yeah. the bad dudes. Uh, you know, bad stuff is done to get those patches. Yeah, not, I mean, they put work in to get They're those. not doing community service to get a patch. No, they're not going on <laughs> Amazon or eBay and get one delivered overnight. No, no, you no. Know, or, or going. No, you got to, yeah, I, I think I saw after the Suns, there was a lot of chatter on some of these motorcycle boards I was on yeah. about that. And there was a lot of hate. Oh, I, I believe And then it. I, I kind of, I understand. So you I, know? I get it. Yeah. But, uh, you won't catch me riding around with this sh- Like, even as much as I like the show, I'm not wearing their shirt. No. Nah. <laughs> I don't need that headache. No, nah, me neither. What's your favorite quote? What? Oh, no. Uh, I was saying, I'll wear the shirt. I'll never wear the cut. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I have a cut, but it's, it's, there's nothing on it. <laughs> it's just all black leather. You're, you're, you're <laughs> smart. Uh, what's your favorite quote? My favorite quote is, um, it's, it's not really a, a a quote per se that I I say, but it's something that if I hear, I kind of cringe and and kind of uh, go to town with somebody on to to fight for it. Uh-huh. Um, and it's probably it's the the seven most dangerous words in business. And it's um, you know we have always done it this way before. Huh. <laughs> uh, that kills businesses. Yeah. Um, and I don't care what industry you're in. Um, but not adapting to the times and not adapting or being open to change will kill you. Your past success doesn't predict or guarantee your future. Yeah. 
that's the quote right there, really, if you think of it. Look at that. Look at that. I think, I think they say that after a financial advisor commercial. Past success does not... Uh, <laughs> your past success does, does not, not guarantee, guarantee your future. future results. Yeah, there you go. Nice. But it's true. I mean, yeah. um, I remember when I started in construction, mm-hmm. I learned the way that it always was done. And after a while, I would just go riding around. We started out doing mostly masonry work. So okay. I would go around and I'd watch other masons, the way they poured sidewalks, the okay. way they did brickwork. And I'd come back to my brother and go, man, they do it differently, but it looks more efficient. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why are we busting our ass, yeah. screeding a sidewalk like this when these guys are just doing it this way and, and the work's coming out better, yeah. if not the same or better, and they're getting it done quicker. Faster. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, you can't have too much pride. Yeah. You, you got to, you yeah. got to accept change and know when to pivot. You know, and then that is, that's, that's, that's huge is, yeah. is not just the way, this is the way it was, the yeah. way it's been done. So that was a good response, right? Yeah. That was I like that one. Yeah, good. So then, what, <laughs> all right, well, are we going to marry that with your, what's your favorite piece of advice? Uh, just have fun, you know, listen, um, uh, as, and I, I kind of, I'm realizing it more and more as I get older, um, you know, and, and get more gray hair. Yeah. I never thought I'd be 37, <laughs> but, uh, here I am. Um, you know, and it's, it's not a quote that I've developed. It, it's actually, uh, you know, a country star song, uh, you know, a uh, line from a song, but you know, we're, we're here for, you know, for a good time, not for a long time, you know, so True. really just whatever it is that you're doing, just have fun doing it. Otherwise you're kind of wasting your time. Yeah. You know, no point going through life miserable. No, it's, you know, if you're not happy doing something, change it. Yeah. Because otherwise you're, you're, you're just wasting your time, but just whatever it is that you are doing, make the best of it and have fun. That's it. Dude, that's great. That's, uh, and I think if most people live that way, I mean, it, it be a much better place. Know, yeah. I mean, it, you know, you get caught up in the daily grind of, of life. There's no way around that. Yeah. But I think you just got to step back every yep. once in a while and, you know, uh, see the bigger picture, have fun. Go on your motorcycle. Yeah. You know, I do things with my kids. Go camping, yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah. it, like you just got to stop. You know, smell the roses. That time is something we can never purchase. Yeah, like you we're just here. don't get it back. We're we're on borrowed time. Yeah, you know. So when that when uh, when our our uh, cards pulled or our numbers pulled or whatever. You know, just want to make sure that, well, hell, it was a hell of a ride. Exactly. So. Yeah, I had a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I have some great stories. That's all. Yeah. You know, when yeah. I go up there, yep. we're going to have some beers and yeah. we're going to have some great stories. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Definitely. I love that. All yep. right. So where can people find you? Uh, you can find me either on uh, Facebook at Weber Realty um, Co., I think, right? It's, it's, I don't even know my own page there, but I think it's, it's, it's Weber Realty. If you just search for Weber Realty, it'll come up. Yeah. Um, but probably... Uh, more so on on Instagram, where I'm a lot more active than I am on on Facebook. Um, and it's uh, my first name Jesse underscore uh, last name Catunio underscore Realtor. You want to spell that last name again? <laughs> so Jesse J E S S E underscore C O T U G N O underscore Realtor. And for now, anyway, I change it every once in a while. <laughs> keep people on their toes. <laughs> I don't know where you get a new follower, and you're like, I know that guy. <laughs> I've seen him before. Yeah. And uh, your Facebook page that you never go on is uh, yeah. facebook.com forward slash Weber Realty. Thank you. It's that, <laughs> it's that beginning part. I don't know. 
<laughs> I know it's hard to remember Facebook. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> There's a, big a lot going on, man. <laughs> well, listen, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. I'm sure we uh, we could talk about a lot of stuff, yeah. and uh, um, we'll uh, we'll definitely bring some some other topics Absolutely. to uh, talk about in the future. Yeah, I so wish thank you, you nothing but the best of luck. It's a great setup you got here, and look forward to coming back on. I appreciate it. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. My name is Mikey T, Michael Anthony Timpani, as my mama named me. You can follow the show on Instagram and Facebook at First Timers Podcast Show. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at THS Home Advisors and at Mikey T Sells NJ Homes. A link to all the websites could be found on the social sites, and you could just add a .com to most of those names, and it'll bring you right to the website. Please leave a review on iTunes, share and subscribe to our weekly podcast, message us with any questions and topics you would like to hear. And if you're a professional that could bring some value to my audience, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you and together we can learn and grow. I'd like to end with a quote. This is from Lou Holtz. Do right, do your best, treat others as you want to be treated. God bless everybody and have an amazing week. (laughs) 